starts our Christmas episode a little early. The final episode of 2023. I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We'll make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This. Two is one. The Real Brian Show. Take it, Russ. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Let's get into the Christmas spirit today. Yes. Yes. All right. There's some, uh, yeah, this is the way it goes. It's The Real Brian Show. I am The Real Brian. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for joining us. So glad you're here. We're going to end your week right. Heck, let's end the year right. We're celebrating Christmas a little early this year, by the way. As I mentioned, the final episode of 2023. So what better way to wrap up the year than nerding out with Captain Influence and you? What are you nerding out on today? What are we nerding out on? I don't even know. Let's find out. The show is all about what we and you are nerding out on, and you never know what you're going to get on each episode. We hit record. We see what happens. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. We're going to nerd out on so much Christmas stuff, you don't even know. Uh... Okay, but seriously, we really are. Um, and stuff we're watching and gaming and Conan Exiles and Star Wars Jedi Survivor and the Santa Clauses and Eggnog and crazy bands. And I, I don't even know. It's just going to be so much fun. There's so much coming. So you know what to do. Are you ready? Let's rock it. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Influence. Are you feeling this? <laughs> this song Hey-o. gets into the fall on your knees. Oh, this is one I of the most Beavis glorious. They need to do this one. I think they would love yeah. this song. Actually. This song is they, they amazing. Would, they'd start listening to it and be like, uh, what's this crap? Sounds like Nelson. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> this is, dude, this, this song right here, though. It's Becoming the Archetype is the name of the band. And it starts off with this children's choir. And it's this beautiful, like, wind whispering and bells going. I mean, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. And then it does, as you heard, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra-style guitars, like it's doing right there. You know, 80s. And then they start screaming. It's just full-on metal <laughs> drumming right here. <laughs> it just doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> Oh because my gosh. Okay. I'm, let's I'm, face it. <laughs> Jesus would not care the format in which you're singing a Christmas song as long as the content's there. So good job, guys. You know, if Jesus really did have long hair, he'd be out there headbanging, twirling his hair like those rockers, <laughs> those 80 rockers. Eight, oh, totally. Be I like, wonder, this is I wonder. amazing. He's like everything from a children's choir to metal screaming. I mean, there's just nothing better, right? Half of our Bless, listeners blessed just Blessed are those <laughs> with voice boxes that can handle that stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that song, I, I played it for our friend's kids, um, you know, teenager kids. 
And I was like, have you guys ever heard this version? Cause their dad, who's, you know, he likes good hard rock music. And I said, guys heard this song? No, never. I'm like, okay, check this out. At the very end, they're like, that was so awesome. I'm like, <laughs> we are indoctrinating the next generation. I appreciate it's it. It's always fun. It's always fun when you can connect with the next generation, right? I mean, especially yeah. the older you get, when, when you find something that younger generations also like that you like, yeah. there's something satisfying about that. Yeah. Hey, guess what, guys? Do we Merry notice? Christmas, you filthy animal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? Here's the other one I want to do because this one just sounds great. Merry Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear, you know, Jimmy Stewart, you know. Merry Christmas! <laughs> wow. Oh that my guy gosh. used to bomb Germans. Isn't that weird? Really? Yeah, he was a, a B-17 pilot. I didn't know that. In World War II, in the, in the oh, 8th Air know. Force, yeah. B-17 uh, bomber <laughs> or pilot turned... Uh, there you go. You know, I, actor. Well, yeah, actually I think he was an actor and then he went to the war and then he went acting. I don't oh, no, so I'm, I'm kind of like talking out of my butt right now. I don't know the exact <laughs> timeline, but I do know that Jimmy Stewart was a World War II bomber pilot. Any relation to Jimmy Doolittle? Same first name? No. Mm, just the Jimmy part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, you know, they could be related. They're both Jimmy's. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what's funny is uh, this is actually not funny at all. This is actually horrifically terrible, but I'm just going to share it because in 2017, I talked about being able to ride on a B-17. It was a restored B-17. Do you remember what happened in 2017? Well, the only reason Ryan? I remember that is because I know that that's when I flew on it. And <laughs> in fact, the Night Fox was co-hosting at the time and we talked about ah, it. Yes. Yeah. And it was, uh, I don't even remember what the name of the episode was, but I talked about having the amazing privilege to ride in a B-17. I and, vaguely remember I mean, it was that. amazing. Well, what I, I was didn't jealous, realize, I still am. Yeah, the sad part was that particular plane crashed and uh, <gasps> killed the crew. And I'm not, I oh think the passengers gosh. died too. But yeah, it was one of those things where the guy was, this was fascinating to me because I found out a little bit more of the background. Speaking of B 17, you know, just interest. He was so meticulous with that plane. He had owned that yeah. plane and flew that plane for, I don't even know how many years. It was a long time. But I found out that. Old engines like that, and especially on the B-17s, are meant to be pushed pretty hard. And uh -huh. I don't know exactly the mechanics behind it, but he babied it because he was trying to be careful, you know? And yeah, of course. Unfortunately. It's an old, old machines. So. Yeah, but him babying it is what caused the crash. And if he had just pushed it really? like the engine specs had told them to, uh, regardless of how old it was, it probably would have been okay. So that was That's just kind of an weird. interesting, interesting, sad, horrible thing. But you reminded me of the B-17 ride and I'm glad I got I'll to ride on it darn. when I could. But how dang. many, how many years after you rode on it, did they crash? I think it was only a couple of years. It was Holy 2019 cow. or 2020 or something like that. Wow. So That's yeah, kinda, it, it reminds me of like uh, people who were going to go on that Titanic sub that, that imploded a oh, few months yeah. ago and they're like, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. I, I just happened to not go on that trip and. That's sort of like that, I guess. I don't know. It, no, it is. In fact, I was watching a YouTube video of a guy who went on that trip, but I guess they didn't the, go down. Yeah, they never <laughs> went down. So apparently that's very common is that there's something doesn't go entirely right. And so they call off the dive, which is good. And yeah, there you go. And so he was on the well, one that got called backup. off. Oh, he was on the dive that got called. Okay. I yeah, thought maybe he so, was a backup crew in case one of the crew got no, no, he was a passenger and he oh, okay. was on there ready to go. They got, you know, partway down, had to cancel the thing, came back up. He was rescheduled to go back on it again, I think. But then the next one, I don't know if it was the next one, but it was a couple after that, that yeah. Okay. So the guy was kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, talk, talking about dod dodging a bullet there. So no kidding. 
Ugh. Man. <laughs> well. That'd uh, be a weird way to go. Okay. Anyway. Mary. <laughs> this is a. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it. Uh, Bombs away. <laughs> 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 could you, I, if I could get my voice to crack like that, but you're like, bombs away. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine I him think, flying? I think it's been- he's got his head hanging out the window and he's like, <laughs> and it's like, bombs away. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, I mean, it's such a morbid thought. I mean, just the whole circumstances around it, but, but, it, but I think it's been enough years, enough decades that it's, uh, it's okay. It's not too soon. Uh, World War II, yeah, yeah. I think unfortunately there's some <laughs> other things going on in the world right now that may not, maybe a little yeah, too yeah, soon. Yeah. You know, bear down for midterms. You know, that was too soon with that bear attack. Right. Do you remember that bear attack that happened in uh, in Community? Yes. Yeah, and and they were talking about bearing down for midterms, and they're like, yes. it was was it, what's that guy it was like? He was totally ner- the nerdy guy. He's like too soon, too soon. <laughs> and he's freaking out because everybody there was a bear attack. I, I, I'm talking out of my butt now. I, I remember. I remember. Do reindeers talk dog. out of their butt or do they talk? They don't talk. Well, they do. I mean, they reindeers talk, talk at all. No, they talk to me. The magical ones might talk out of their butt. I don't know. Okay. Cause speaking they're of just that, gonna lift their tail a little bit. <laughs> the Santa Claus. Hang on. I got a poop. And the Santa Claus is season two. There is uh, the, the talking reindeer has come, but there's a specific reason for that. But I'm not going to go into that because I'm not going to give yeah, away too spoil many spoilers. It. So yeah. it's a great show, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But the first thing that I have to know, Captain, what are you nerding out on this week right now? Oh, boy. I've been waiting like a week to share this with you and the listeners, really? Brian. Really? So, you know, you know how I kind of I've, I'm really into uh, one of the types of music I'm into is synth wave. Uh, yeah. synth, mm-hmm. Like what I used to call neo 80s music, which now I know has other names such as synth wave, dark wave, synth pop stuff like that. This it's styles of music that were that were first popularized in the late 70s and 80s but have had a resurgence lately and there's dozens if not hundreds of synthwave or darkwave or synth pop artists out there. Yeah. And so I'm constantly kind of looking for more, you know, I okay. kind of listen to those stations on Spotify and stuff. And last week purely by accident I ran across this band called Drab Majesty. Ooh. And these two they're these two dudes they they dress they have this like gimmick where they they both dress in these like white wigs with like shoulder length hair and they have these funky sunglasses on they wear these robes and they have pale pale makeup on and they just have this weird like dark like emo almost emo goth like yeah. outfit that are different kinds of weird outfits that they wear in public um anyway they they have like four or five songs that i just absolutely and Gaga over. And so they're kind of more dark wave than synth. So it's like a, like kind of a, kind of an emo or goth version of synth wave a little bit, but it's very epic. And I wish I could play examples as we always do here on the show, but uh, check it out. I I have it in my, uh, I have it in my, yeah, drab majesty. I have it in my um, uh, captain's uh, playlist on Spotify and um, okay, which is linked in the show notes. So check it out. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's awesome. That's what I'm nerding on about. And I listen to it every day and I'm listening to, you know, the radio station for them and listen and finding more synth and dark wave okay. uh, artists. So that's what I'm nerding on. I found what about Dra- you? Drab Majesty's Christmas album, uh, considering <laughs> that it's synth and dark wave emo, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, the title is called Christmas is Black Like My Life. Uh, wait, so, is that are you being funny or is that really a thing? <laughs> I wish that would be awesome. And then it would kind of have like that Christmas is black like my life. You know, going to the you know, and it's, <laughs> would be so it, awesome. 
Yeah, and then don't get don't misunderstand the term dark wave or emo or goth synth wave. It's not it's not like you know or anything no, like that. It's, no, it's very it. it's just got got more uh more minor chords maybe and Ooh, uh, okay so so like hauntingly yeah. ethereal and a little bit haunting Ooh, but I mostly like just epic just okay. like uh, you know yeah so dude I'm excited Boom. no I really am excited to check this out and I, I had to give you crap about you know that because yeah there's no Christmas I've added them album. to the I'm, I'm just disappointed. There should be, and I've added yeah. those songs I like to your um, uh, your chill out mix too. So. Oh, thank you. Okay, yeah. Honestly, I do like that stuff, and I haven't been nerding out on too much in the way of music lately because this time of year it's pretty much Christmas music, unless I find something new Christmas wise. Which, by the way, this is not a new song, but I finally this came out this came out last year. The Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. <laughs> you told me about that. Yeah, it was yeah, 2022. It came out on it. And it, honestly, I didn't even know about it until after I went and saw guardians of the galaxy three. And then I was right. like, wait a minute, they did a Christmas special. And I'm like, Oh, well <laughs> yeah, that would explain the whole, like, you know, familial relation. I'm not going to, if you haven't seen it, I'm not spoiling it. So I just thought, wait, what? Oh, okay. And so I finally got it, but it was well after Christmas. And I thought I'll just wait till 23 to watch it. So I watched it this year. And first of all, I was like, dang, that was actually kind of fun. I mean, parts of it were hilarious. It's James Gunn, you know, like that was awesome. And then other parts I was like, okay, that was kind of a little over the top, kind of dumb, but it was fun. It's 41 minutes long. It's totally worth watching. One of the songs in there that if you can believe this, I have never heard before was Smashing Pumpkins Christmas song called Christmas Time. Interesting. And that came out in Christmas the 90s. Time or it's called, it's it just like called, a cover of, no, no, it's their own original. Oh, okay. But I mean, I've always loved the Smashing Pumpkins and I never yeah. knew they did a Christmas song. But yeah, it's a 90s song. And so it's not even remotely new, but it's new to me. So I, I put it on my list and was like, this is actually really good. So <laughs> had fun with that one. But okay. Oh, here's a new one for you. This is going to be crazy. Do you remember, picture this, a walk back in time to the mid 1980s, a young girl named Tiffany. <laughs> Do you know who I'm talking about? About 87. About? Yeah, about 87. Her, yeah, 86, her and Debbie 87. Gibson were, uh, were competitors. Yeah, and she did the whole, like, I, I think I'm a clone now. Oh, sorry, that was weird out. I, I think, think I'm, I'm alone clone. now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That good, was a great song. Good poll. Good poll. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm alone now, of course, which, I mean, it has millions and millions and billions of, I don't even know how many listens. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that it was got cover her on from the an older song. So, yeah. yeah. And honestly, I liked her version better, but regardless, yeah. she, you know, was huge in the eighties and early nineties and then disappeared. I don't even know if anyone's heard of it. So I saw yeah. this new song from Tiffany and I'm like this random, you know, like archive in the brain opened up and I was like, I wonder if this is the same Tiffany from the eighties. And it is. <laughs> if it's just Tiffany, I think she owns that. Yeah. Yeah. Brand new. It's called angels all around and it's actually really good. It's a beautiful oh, song really? and she still has it. I mean, obviously she's however many years older, but she's still got a great voice and uh, pretty awesome. So that was a song that I found this year. That's brand new. I'll throw those in there for fun, just because the, the yeah, Smashing Pumpkins it. and the, does, the Tiffany song. Does Tiffany still have? I mean, I I heard some of her later music, like in the early '90s, maybe or something like that. And she started getting this really gravelly voice, like she'd been smoking a lot of cigarettes or so. Does she still have that gravelly voice now? I mean, you know, she doesn't sound like she did kind when of, she was a teenager and, and most people never do. Right, but, right. So it's well, definitely an older sounding voice, but not, I don't know if I'd say gravelly. So okay. maybe she, I don't know, but I, I don't Just know what curious. she sounded like in the gravelly days. So I don't know. Maybe it's, <laughs> and it was more yeah, like those a fine days weren't even now. Yeah. They weren't even much later than her heyday, you know, in 80, 87 or so. Uh, it was probably, I don't know, like I said, early nineties. Well, if she was when smoking, she started like, getting this weird smoking voice. Yeah. yeah like Captain Janeway. 
Chicote. Yes, similar. I yes. want some coffee Chicote. <laughs> and a pack of smokes. Yeah. I'm going to the holodeck to smoke some cigarettes. Let's kill the bog. I am the captain. <laughs> smoke if you got him. Yeah, exactly. What would you like to do with the board, Captain? Smoke him if you got him. She lights up. That means fire. <laughs> okay. You know what? Uh, you know it's just time for bombs away. Fire phasers. You know what's interesting, Captain? <laughs> Jimmy Stewart does a uh, does a sci-fi movie. You know. Photon torpedoes away. (laughs) Um, Did you realize that in 2023, we only recorded 18 episodes of the real Brian show? That's it. Including this one, by the way, out of 52 weeks. Yeah. We typically. I'm retired. Remember? Well, I'm going to say you did like five. (laughs) I think you did five or six maybe, but yeah, maybe five. I'm thinking we typically do around 50 ish episodes a year, give or take. I mean, some years we've done extras for, you know, others. So it's been more than 50 episodes and others. It's been a, you know, a little less maybe, but yeah, 18. We're getting old, Brian. <laughs> I was, I was going to say that, that that's, that's the burnout. No, no, it's, it's the burnout. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. You know, I'm striving for peace right now. And it's kind of funny that, you know, peace is one of the themes of the Christmas season. And mm-hmm. I've always been like, oh, what it's worth. And, you know, the people like peace on earth, you know, all that. People are angry right now. It's it's amazing. I was driving Friday, last Friday. It was a nightmare out on the roads. And I thought really? literally somebody was just going to pull out an, uh, you know, an AK-47 and just go to town or something because it was just it was just anger and people are rushed and they're busy. Yeah. And I just thought, wow, this is certainly not the season for peace for most people. <laughs> but I kept thinking about that word and going, I need that because, you know, at the beginning of the year, having that burnout. And then not really dealing with it correctly. I, I did, you know, partially, but not yeah, fully. You did, sort of. And I mean, yeah, well, I did. took a lot of time off. I didn't take the full time off and I didn't oh. come back correctly. And I didn't set boundaries around some of the things that caused it in the first place. And so okay. I just kind of fell right back into the same habits and. Which yep. is so easy to do. It is. And I you mean, know, I mean, you, it's, it's like doing a diet and then giving up and falling right back into the, the weight and everything. Yep. I don't know about that yet, but yes, I know, do it. I know what it is. <laughs> so that was one of those things that, that, you know, by fall I was, I was burnt again to a crisp and, you know, so that's another reason why we, we took that break till May, we came back and then there was another break and then we came back in July and then all of November, no episodes. Yep. I mean, I just, I hit, I hit another wall again and I was just like, this is ridiculous. I I've got to set boundaries. I don't like saying no because I like to help. I like to be involved and I like to, you know, serve and do all kinds of other things, but there just comes a point where it's just like, you know, you just can't do it. So it's been good. And I feel like I'm finally getting to that point where I'm setting some boundaries. I've stepped away from other things that I didn't say no to. And now I'm no longer involved with those. Yep, and I've good. set some other good boundaries and I'm taking some time off. Uh, we're not going to have any more episodes, you know, for the rest of the year. And so taking time off there, which is going to be great. And then it's that going back to that episode of uh, life is lived looking up. I'm going to be looking up. I'm going to be looking to the positive. Choose joy, you know, have peace, do what we're going to do. It's what we do here on the show. It's just so hard to do this time of year. But that's why, you know, we didn't have uh, as many episodes this year. I would like to have more in 2024. I hope. We'll see, but I am going to kick yeah. off the new year with a solo episode. It'll be fun. So two weeks off, do a quick little solo episode, the first or second week, and then we'll, we'll go from there. But anyway, there you go. Woot. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Bombs away. Three of us wrote a song for church to be played for Christmas. 
during oh, okay. the, the Advent season and stuff. And uh, Wait, like wrote, wrote a unique song just for your uh, congregation. Yeah. And so the, oh, nice. the, the, the music director and everything, she was like, Hey, come on over. This happened actually a couple of months ago. She's like, come on over. Let's write a song. And I'm thinking, all right, you know, sure. Let's do this. So we get together and, you know, in the moment, it's kind of like, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this this year, you know, maybe next year. And I'm like, no, actually, this is pretty good. Actually, I'm kind of, I've kind of blown away. The music is good. The chord progression is good. The lyrics are actually good. It's just all needed to be fine tuned. And so we did a little bit more and then it was done. And I did not participate in the performance and I'm saying performance loosely of the first time that it was played but I was there and I was just like, whoa, it's, it's really interesting to sit out in an, in the, the, you know, it's not an audience, but you know what I'm saying? Like right. to sit out and so, hear a song that you participated in the composition and the writing. Well, mostly the composition for me, cause I don't write lyrics and hear it like realized and then actually played and, and sung for the first time. It was just like, whoa, that's really cool. Send chills down your back, right? Uh, yeah. How come you didn't? How come you didn't perform in it? Oh, I wasn't on that that week to play. Oh, okay, okay. And I haven't actually been playing in the last couple of months, just for again, partially the burnout thing, just to kind of say, hey, I got to take a break. But I'll be back. But oh my gosh, that was just a neat little thing, and and a lot of yeah. people were kind of saying like that was actually a really good song, not just good because I think a lot of times you could say, oh, that's nice, you know, that was kind of <laughs> right, nice, yeah. and oh, that's but that's it was cute. honestly people were kind of and blown away by it, which was really encouraging. Cause you know, you know, you don't know, right? That's cool. Of course. Yeah. I mean, they could just be saying, Oh, it was wonderful. I really liked it, honestly. And they might not really have liked it that much. They're just, they're just trying to make you feel better by saying that. Right. It I mean, we all pretty do genuine. People do that. Yeah. So that's great. That's good to hear. It was neat. It was just kind of, but I, I had to share that cause it was kind of one of those boosts again to be like, dude, Brian, why aren't you on your music as much? Right. And to be fair, I've been ridiculously busy, hence what's going on. And part of the reason I'm taking some of this time off so that I can have some time to finally record, but it has, it, that was encouraging. It was really neat. That's nice. Yeah. That's, that's pretty sweet. For, you know. uh, all right, dude. Um, let's talk about this. Some fun Christmas stuff really quickly, just because. Because it's almost Christmas. It yes. is. Yeah. Hit us. So first of all, everybody knows I love eggnog and I've been putting my eggnog in coffee, which is awesome. Oh, and speaking of coffee, <laughs> I found some green coffee from, are you ready for this? Vietnam. You've heard so, Vietnamese coffee, which is a, a type of coffee, but I have never experienced coffee that was grown in Vietnam. That's green. Well, that's how it comes. And then you roast it and I oh, roast it. Oh, shoot. I was, I was thinking that like after it was roasted, it was still green. That just didn't make any sense. And gotcha. I was waiting. I was about to, I was about yeah. to quip something about how um, <laughs> just let's wait and see when Brian has to run to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How's that green coffee going to work out? Yeah. Brian? Oh, well, oh man. It's been uh, whoa. Well, um, so no, when really you say, though. when you say green coffee from Vietnam, uh, what you just mean just when you say green, just non-roasted coffee, exactly. right? Yeah. It's not like green coffee is not a specific type of coffee. Pre-roasted <laughs> or is people, it just pre-roasted? Some people do the green coffee extract these days, which is basically oh, okay. getting the caffeine from the green bean itself, which is, ah. or they, I've had green coffee, which is they grind up. It's either extremely lightly roasted or I don't actually know how to do it, but it's more of a green coffee flavor, which is kind of weird. It's very grassy. And honestly, oh, the, okay. the shell around the bean before it's roasted is so tough that I don't know anybody's jaws that can bite through it. It's pretty intense. So by roasting it, it pops open that outer shell and you get the chaff and everything else. And that's where you can actually, you know, grind it and 
drink it. So interesting coffee, you know, of course is grown on a plant and it becomes a cherry (laughs) and they take the cherries and they smash the cherries. Sometimes they'll do something with the cherries. And then inside the cherries are the seeds of those cherries. And that is actually, what is a coffee bean? A coffee bean is actually a seed. It's not a bean. Yes. And so yes. it's a coffee seed that they they take off or take out of these cherries and then they dry them and then they get roasted. What so, happens if you were to roast a a pit from like a choke cherry? Uh, we should or try a Rainier it, cherry. See like what, take yeah. the pit out, roast it, or, you know, dry it, whatever you have to do to, to put the coffee process through like a normal cherry, like an edible cherry pit. There you go. Why don't you try it? I wonder what that would taste like. Man, you could smoke it too while you're at it. Whoa, dude! Really? Is that legal? <laughs> no, I do I need know. a Do I need a, a prescription for that, Brian? Hey, man. Uh, hey, or you can do like Cheech and Chung. Hey, man. Yeah, man. I played with them dudes. So I'm gonna open the door. It's Dave. I'm gonna let you know though who or what this Vietnamese coffee actually does taste like later. But uh, I, I did okay. roast some Mexican coffee. Oh man, it was so good. Okay, speaking of uh, chocolate flavored coffee, kind of thing, hot chocolate. What's your ideal? Are you like super duper thick, like, you know, sludge pudding level or do you like it sweet, super chocolatey, peppermint, vanilla straight? What you like? What you like? Give it to me. I like it straight, a little creamy, but not super thick. Okay. And not like, not like a Swiss miss thin either. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So I I like a nice thought out, uh, hot chocolate. Okay. Nice middle of the road. Yeah. I love it. I'm all about the thick man. Um, I like it when it's almost drinking chocolate, like super chocolatey, but I do <laughs> yeah. that, that famous peppermint hot yeah. chocolate at the, the year. And I haven't made it yet, but I need to, cause it's, it's that time. And, and cider dude, you shared that, you shared that with me one Christmas. Was it last year or oh, the year before? So thick, though. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. It's it, but it is, you do have to either, you either drink it as is with a spoon kind of thing, or just like, exactly. Or you, or you can thin it down with some additional milk or something like that. It's up to you. Favorite Christmas dessert? Go. Oh, I've got a good answer for that. Dude, the last couple of years, it's been the peanut butter cup cookies. Oh. Where they stick, you know, a Reese's peanut butter cup in the middle of like a peanut butter cookie. Oh, yeah. What are those things called? They had, there's a name, but I, totally I was looking it up it. online. It was just, I was seeing a lot of a lot of uh, recipes for peanut butter cup cookies. Yeah. But there's there a is a word for, for them and I forget what it is, but I love those. Oh my gosh. Those are good. Cheat city yeah just eat a whole like i'll eat dozens recipe. of those things if, if you let me yeah this is such a tough answer here because i've got so many different christmas desserts that i'm a fan of but many years back and we lost the recipe for this which really sucks Ooh. sarah found this recipe for it was a peppermint style cookie but it was very very light on the peppermint so it was just like a hint and it had these uh it was okay you know andy's mints which are amazing. Okay. You know, the, the, the little chocolate squares, it was a peppermint version of the Andes mint and it was crushed up on it. And there was some other stuff, but it was, Oh my gosh, it was just one of the best Christmasy was type cookies. cookie. Like was it based? Was it was it more like a white base? chocolate, a white chocolate, yeah, okay. but not too sweet either. So it was just, it was so, so good, but I can't even remember. I just remember going, this is one of the best desserts I've ever had for Christmas, but we lost the recipe. Can't find it. It's so disappointing, but that sucks. I don't know. I, I've had a I lot of good Christmas desserts though, but I mean, even a, 
a pumpkin spice cake with cream cheese <laughs> frosting will work for me too. So, I mean, oh my gosh, Brian, oh you're so gosh. basic. Oh, seriously. You know what though? I was I was eating that stuff long before pumpkin spice was popular. So whatever. Whatever. Yeah. What about a fun Christmas activity? I know you don't do a lot of like crazy activities like we do, but uh, anything that you enjoy doing? That's a great question. And I'm trying to think, how did I, have, have I ever answered this question before around this season? I've never asked show? it like this. I'm more of like, you know, do you do any fun traditions is what I've said. But so I'm thinking, don't even think tradition. I'm just thinking activity. Like, just, yeah, you know. I'm going to have to, uh, I, I'm honestly going to have to go boring. I mean, quote unquote, air quotes, boring on this and, and, and say that my favorite Christmas activity is going to see family because there's a lot of family that I only get to see at Christmas time. And, ah, okay. uh, so I look forward to that. Yeah. That's not boring and generic. Well, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's not boring, but it is generic. Yeah. Well, but it's cool. It is cool. And it's good to have family. Wonderful. Some people don't. Or they don't have yes. good family. So I hear you. Good, good point. Yeah, I, I have a really good family. I don't have, I, I'm really blessed in that I do not have any really bad seeds in my family, at least not, at least not, you know, within the cousins range, you know what I mean? Yeah. So good, good times. Some people might say, you know, their favorite Christmas activity would be to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Bombs away! Fire photon torpedoes! I have so many things. Well, you know what I'm going to say? And this is, this is a little bit, I'm not cheating here, but it might seem like I'm cheating. My favorite Christmas act, or yeah, I would say my favorite Christmas activity in general has been to spend the month doing Christmas activities and experiencing, <laughs> I know it sounds so funny. Well, that was no, no, that but, was but, cheating, Brian. <laughs> no, no, but but the point is, is like it all used to be about leading up to Christmas Day and how many presents could you get and how much money could you spend on on gifts, and it just became a very stress filled season. And so by the time you got to Christmas Day, it was all about ripping open presents and having a great time. You know, of course, we did a lot of other things. But along the line somewhere years back, we decided let's make it less about that and more about the entire season. Let's do various activities. Let's go see Christmas concerts. Let's, you know, they do this, this huge garden of lights here and it's just yeah. incredible. You know, let's go do that. And yes, getting together with family and getting together with friends and, you know, those different types of things. And so, but I don't have like one favorite, like looking at Christmas lights, I don't have one favorite over another. It's just Uh become about the whole month of enjoying the season and experiencing it instead of just being stressed out and, you know, buying a lot of stuff for Christmas day. So that's why I said that's my favorite thing now because we didn't used to do that and it's awesome. But but do you not buy things for anybody anymore then or? Well, yeah, but it's a lot simpler now and, and we don't do a whole lot of, um, gift exchanges, you know, between most of us anymore. And, and, you know, we, okay. we, we try to keep it more limited now and again, make it about the season and make it more about the fun of it instead of the stress. And, you know, cause a lot of times it's like you get to Christmas and you go, okay, what do people even need right now? And then you buy them That's something the and you realize part. they don't need anything. And then it just becomes a, an extra, you know, yeah, charge key or I, something. I got super lucky in so many ways with my wife, but one yeah. of the ways that I'm really lucky is that she's a, she's a professional gift giver. That's like, awesome. The gifts she buys uh, for our family and you know, is are always universally really appreciated. Uh, cool. She just has a knack for it. I'm, I'm well, thankful. And by the way, that's incredible. Cause that is not me. I am terrible no. at gift giving because oh, I can never horrible. come up with the ideas. I love giving gifts, yeah. but I suck at me it. Me too. So it's yeah, like exactly same exact boat. Yeah. I, I love it. I want to give gifts, but I don't, I'm not good at 
finding what, or even coming up with ideas of what someone that I want to give, give to might want. Yeah. You know, like Sarah's always been really good at it. My parents have always been really good at it, which is actually really cool actually. But you think yeah. about there still is a tendency to get things from other people, things you don't need or things that might just kind of sure. you know, clutter. And so I don't know. It's a, uh, I love receiving gifts too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> of course we all, we all love receiving gifts. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's just like, you know, honestly, here's what I need right now. Or, you know, I don't need anything like don't, don't do gifts. Let's just like the best gift would be to just spend time together and, and hang out. You know, that's kind of more what and, I'm saying. And to be honest, most of our family members, uh, especially the older ones, they would kind of, a lot of them would kind of prefer that. Not to, I mean, just why yeah. quit spending money on me and just yeah be, be present. Exactly. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, you know, thinking of the days when you wake up and you've got all these gifts to open and it was just like so exciting and you couldn't sleep oh, on dude. Christmas Eve. You know, I mean, I loved that stuff, of course, but you're right. As, as we get older, we start to say, you know, yeah, that's still really cool, but just spending time together and enjoying the holidays together and not being stressed out and overwhelmed and anxious and you know, all that. But there's that's still a important. compulsion. There's still a social contract compulsion to buy each other gifts anyway. Yeah, I know. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that as no, long not as it's, um, you know, like I, I'm a fan of the, the unexpected blessing, if that makes sense versus the, sure. oh, well it's expected. So I better do it. Right. Of course. I yeah. Like no, I, it, I, I, it, I think gift giving is still uh, awesome and I, I appreciate I every gift that people give me, Yeah, but you don't have to give me anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I know. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Okay, here's another question for you. And I think you, you might appreciate this one. How are you going to stay healthy during the holidays? Since you oh, said I'm, you haven't fallen off the wagon. So booyah or, dude, or the, the health wagon. No news on that front. I'm still going strong with my uh, hourly exercising. And I still every day, five to five to eight times a day, I do my stairs, push-ups, sit-ups. Nice. I go to Pilates on Tuesdays. I go to a strength training class on Thursdays. I'm in, I'm in pretty good shape. So Nice. And as far as food yep. goes? Yeah, still, still going to do not. Okay. Still counting calories for six hundred and some days now, consecutive Dang. days, wow. close to two years. So it's amazing. I'm on the right track, Brian. I'm good. I'm good, good for you, man. No, that's good. That's yeah. that's why I'm asking because uh, I would yeah. say I have not done as well as you by any means. The exercise side, I've been doing pretty well with. We we went back to the gym. We used to, uh, you know, like the the fitness program that we used to be a part mm-hmm. of way back. You know, because you can't, you just can't really bike. In fact, I was joking with Lord Thunder because, you know, he's still putting up his biking videos on YouTube. And I'm like, man, Dude. still so nice to be biking in California, you know, in the middle of December. And I'm like, yeah, we can't do that here. He's like, we got biking weather all year round here. And I'm like, yeah, but they it looks do. like Christmas here. That's the thing. No, yeah. I, I don't can't. Bike Obviously, I, I don't bike at all on the on the weekends during the cold, cold season. But I, I wish everyone could watch Lord Thunder's mountain biking excursions because just nail biting. It's incredible. You are yeah. so fast over really rough terrain. <laughs> it's awesome. And I could not do, I, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm very thankful that he's not dead yet. So I'd be dead. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's not, you know, I'll, I'll share his link on there. Cause I think uh, it would be fun to put the, the Lord thunder YouTube channel link. You guys can go check it out. Yeah. It is interesting. Cause like, I, I can't do that. So I wanted to find an indoor recumbent bicycle that I could actually ride. Sure. And so we did. We went back to that program, started doing that. And yep. So I'm doing that, doing Pilates still. I'm staying up to date with the exercise, with this, which is great. And of course, we'll walk when we can't bike or do Pilates. The food, on the other hand, I'm having a hard time with, man. I just, this, oh, this really? comedy, it's like, I want some decaf coffee at night and I want dessert, man, every night. And I'm, I'm like, 
It's hard. Yeah, but I mean, are you just stuffing your face all day long? I mean, no, I mean, it's, it's yeah, one that's of those. Not you. You're not a very big guy. I mean, you're tall, but you're not, you're not. No, but I, round. Could, I could stand to, to lose a few pounds, you know, and, and, and if tone you say up. so, no, I really could. But the problem is, is I, I have a sweet tooth and I, and I love my cheese and, and dude, yeah. That's hard. Don't hey, as I th- I think that for the most part you exercise moderation in your food intake. So have the freaking cookie, Brian. I would say it's not as moderated as it should be right now. It should be a little less. I would like to get to the point where I only choose to eat dessert a couple times a week. Oh, okay. And one or two times a week at the most. Just because yeah. I know that it's not good for me to have more than that, really. There's a lot of fun foods. They're not necessarily unhealthy. But they're not ideal either. And I feel like if I can get more towards those ideal foods, and again, not doing dessert more than one or two times a week, I feel uh-huh. like I would see the right results, balanced okay. right results. Yeah. But the problem yeah. is, is that, you know, I, I sometimes, and especially too with all of the overwhelm and the burnout that's happened this year, the last thing on my mind was to, you know, okay, well, I'm also going to be disciplined on the food that I eat. It's like, I don't even want to, I, I just need to stop and relax and not care about some stuff, you know? I get OCD about things. That's kind of the problem is that I go, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I start to get, and if I don't succeed, then I really beat myself up big time. Yeah. And I don't realize how much I've beaten myself up until, you know, I start feeling the effects of it. And I'm like, wow, I'm really down on myself. Like this is bad. Okay. Let's intentionally be okay on the food, but let's just enjoy whatever until after the holidays and have some downtime and relax and then, you know, pick it back up again. But the exercise is going well. So that's good. Well, that's good. No, that's that's half the equation. I, one of the one of the most important revelations I've had during my last year and a half or so of getting healthier in general. When I've started counting calories to you know hit a certain goal every day or whatever, and and I've found that I can eat more than I thought I could. Mm. Like I'm not on a diet, really. I'm not. I'm not. Sure. I have not been dieting over the last year and a half. I've just not been randomly snacking, you know, like I used to, you know, I just, I would yeah. just, I don't keep snacks in my office anymore. I don't keep, I, I, I have prescribed meals that I, and, and, and I do have a snack every night, but it's all accounted for. It's all budgeted. But nice. even with, with that budgeting, I've found that I can still eat plenty of food. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not holding back. I'm really not. I'm just not being excessive about it anymore. Yeah. So if that, I hope that's encouraging to some people because dieting, quote unquote, you don't have to punish yourself to diet at all. No, you just have to be more mindful of what you're eating. That's it. But yeah, eat the cookie and it's Christmas. So enjoy. But then I'm going to go back to what I said earlier about take that time and relax and maintain boundaries and balance and look up, look to the positive, choose joy. That's the other part of staying healthy this time of year too, because again, the amount of people that I have observed who are so angry right now, it's just not healthy for you or anyone else for that matter. So right. just relax. I mean, really, I think we all have to just kind of step back and be like, okay, and watch the Santa Claus Put season things two. in perspective. Yeah. yeah. Or season one, if you haven't seen season two, whatever, just watch them. They're good. I love it so far. We're two episodes into the season. There's only six episodes per season. So we're two episodes in with season two of the Santa Clauses. It's fantastic. I'm finally catching up on Star Trek, which came out earlier in the year. <laughs> Lower Decks, Strange New Worlds. It's all been good. The other thing that's kind of fun is um, Avatar the last airbender, the actual anime, not the movie. Yeah. Not, not the, not the M night Shyamalan movie, the last airbender yeah, from this is the, early two thousands or whatever. Well, that was like 2018 or something oh, like that. It? Yeah. But no, the, the anime that was 2005 or six or something like that. 
Okay. It okay. was it was more recent than you think it was. I don't know exactly what yeah, year it was, but yeah. So apparently they're doing a live action TV show coming out soon. So I was kind of like, I got to watch these these animes first to see if I like them, and I, I like them so far. I'm totally hooked, and we'll Good. see. But you know what's so cool is Dave Filoni is actually on the credits of many of those episodes, director, producer, writer, and I was like, what? Dave Filoni. And see that that by itself will make me want to watch that. It's good. You'll like it. Because I, I didn't like the movie at all. But yeah. that by itself, Dave Filoni being involved will make me want to watch it eventually. Something so. one thing you gotta know is that the Cartoon Network did didn't they do the Star Wars ones? All like the, the Clone Wars and, and Rebels and all that? Maybe. I never watched it back when it was airing, so I don't I think, know. Well, but I think that's who anyway, Nickelodeon did the uh, anime Last Airbender Avatar. Oh, okay. So okay. it's slightly younger, I want to say, but um, it's still fun. It's still good. Okay. I did, just so you know, really quickly, we're going to get into some fun games and then we'll we'll wrap up and, you know, go slap some reindeer. I finished <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, the video game. Yay. So good. Oh my gosh. So good. You were not kidding. And I've said no. that before is the story in that game definitely beats out the second and the third movies without a doubt. At and in easily. some ways and kind of even beats the, first, the one. first one. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's quite good. And the characters, the way that they did the characters. I mean, I love the characters in the movies. I think they did a nice job, but sure. Gamora is far better in the video game than she was in the movies. And I mean the character, I'm not talking acting. I'm just saying how they wrote right. the character mantis as awesome as she was in the movies so much better in the video game oh my gosh like it was just and, and same with like cosmo cosmo the space dog so much oh, better yeah. in the game than in the movie and oh um, way rocket, better cosmo in the movie was a little ridiculous yeah yeah uh, rocket was pretty on par same with groot i think they were both pretty on par with each other but mm-hmm. drax in the game was actually a little bit more serious and yes. um, a lot more exposition of his past which was good than in the right. movies, which I, again, I thought that was interesting. And so phenomenal game. If you are a guardians of the galaxy fan and you do any kind of gaming of any kind, I highly recommend this. And I know Tony, you did too, but Big amazing, time. amazing stuff. So, and I got Jedi survivor, which is the sequel to star Wars Jedi fallen order. And I have not played it yet, but I got it, which I have never finished by the way. I never mm, finished fallen order. I've always right. gotten like halfway through the game and I just Peter out and play something else. It's a great game. Interesting. Yeah, it really is. I've heard survivors really good. It had a lot of port issues earlier, but I don't know, but we also finally got Conan exiles, which was at (laughs) the flash, AKA cyber Ren's bidding. He was like, please get this. And then we found out that the mad scientist got it. Didn't even know. We didn't even tell him about it. And all of a sudden he's fully addicted and we didn't hear from him for months. And I think he kind of went down the Conan (laughs) rabbit hole. I was like, are you alive? (laughs) Nothing, just nothing. And then he emerged and said, I've been playing Conan for about uh, 150 hours a week, I think is what he was saying. Wow. You know, in addition to his, his medical fellowship. No, not really, but very close. (laughs) So yeah, Pretty are there, yeah. How many hours yeah, there are in a week? Actually, there are. There. I don't even know what this calls for. <laughs> so we finally all got Conan. We got, I mean, everybody we got, we got uh shoot you, Johnny pistol shot. It's been a fun thing. And we've been getting all of us together to play Conan and it is a fun game. It's older now, but a little older, but what do you think? New to, new to me. Are you liking it? Yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely addicted to it at the moment. Uh, I can tell, I, I know it's going to be one of those games where I, I go hard for a while and then I'll just peter out and, and be like, uh, kind of yeah. like I would kind of like with Valheim. Sure. Val- Valheim was a lot of fun for a while and then I just petered out. But right now we're, I'm, I'm on the uh, Conan high nice. and, uh, it's a, it's a beautiful game. It's got a lot of content. You can do all sorts of stuff. It's, it's a, it's a survival building game like, like Ark or, um, 
or uh, what else? Uh, Minecraft, but so much better graphics. Yeah, I don't even like to bring Minecraft up. Honestly, I I, I hate it so much. But uh, <laughs> but that's just because I don't like blocks. I'm I not understand. a block. It's guy. the graphics. I hate blocks. Yeah, I just don't like blocks. You know so, the the game. It's oh, I gotta jingle my balls here. Um, oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The the game itself, Minecraft, because I did play it with my cousins. If you mm-hmm. can get past the, the, the graphics really bother me too. If you can get past that, the game itself is actually really, really awesome. And so clearly it's the highest selling game, video game in history, human history. Yeah. But it is the graph, the blocky graphics drive me crazy. I think it's great for kids. I really do. I think it's a great introduction into the world of gaming for kids and kids can get creative and they can use their brain and they can co-op together and have a good time. But for those of us who grew up with a lot of other games and other graphics and everything else. It, it is difficult to go back to that style, but at the same time, I just can't relate. I really can't. Well, and again, I, <laughs> I had a lot of fun with my, my cousins playing it, but yeah. when they stopped playing it, I stopped too. I just didn't keep yeah. going in the game, but I'll tell you what, and the flash keeps saying this too. It is Minecraft yeah, for adults. That's Conan. Yes. And I agree with that. It exactly. really is. I'm with you. I think I'm going to like, I'm having a great time with it too, but I think eventually it's just going to become the same because it, it, it sure. there is a lot of the same thing in the game and there's going to come a point where it's like, okay, what else is there to do? We've explored everything. We've gone through all the dungeons we've built, you know, till our heart's content. We've built building. That's what else there is to do. It's, well, that's it's, what a, I'm it's saying. a game it's where build. if, yeah. if you're a type of person who likes to just have some, a few hours of just pure alone time in the evening or something like that, that's, I think that's, that might describe the average Conan player. I mean, yeah, I don't, that's true. In the average Conan player for all I know might play dozens of hours a day. Who knows? But <laughs> dozens a day, more like a dozen a day. But, uh, but if you just want to just chill out for a few hours and just kind of build your own little world. Yeah. Just like Minecraft, basically. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what now what I've heard from, I think most of the people that we've played with and that I've heard from that have also played the game is that it's very relaxing to go and gather and then build. Yeah. And that's their thing. Listen to a podcast or music and yeah. Watch a movie, whatever. Yeah. Just kind of chilling. And you know, that's fine. And I'm okay with that. We did that. I think one night where we, that's all we did. We just built stuff and have a good time. But then the next night I'm like, okay, I want to go do something. I want to go explore or, you know, go to a dungeon or, or see something. Let's go, let's go meet Conan in the world or, you know, whatever. (laughs) And we did that. And then it's like, okay, I'll go back to doing some other stuff. So I like the variety of it. And I think it's going to have a pretty good longevity for at least a pretty good while. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But it's been fun. It is. But we're in, we're in the heyday creative. right now. That's for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. good times, man. I want to hear from you as far as what you're doing for Christmas or the season or whatever. If you don't celebrate Christmas, what do you do? Celebrate all that good stuff. But just just tell us, you know, you can email us. You can contact us. Just love to hear from you. Go to, to the website, by the way, realbrianshow.com. Easiest way to do it. There's contact form in there. You can send us voicemails, but just love to hear what you're doing and what you're nerding out on with that. And what kind of, we asked these questions earlier. What's your ideal hot chocolate? If you drink it, what's your favorite Christmas dessert, favorite Christmas activity, how you're going to stay healthy during the holidays. What are you watching right now? Gaming, playing all that good stuff. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Deep thoughts with captain influence. Are these the droids you were looking for? Probably not but you might want to tackle them just for fun. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Well, you know what the music means. I still don't, but I'm, I think I'm going to stop admitting that. Here's what it means. Yes. Merry yes. Christmas!
<laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> so that much was fun. fun. Well, thanks for joining us. It is a pleasure. Hope you have a glorious, wonderful Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all the holidays that you may be celebrating. But thanks for joining us this year. We'll be back in 2024. I seriously want to hear from you. Let us know. All right. Have a good rest of your year and season. The Real Brian Show is a production and of we're signing off. Media at 514mediaempire.com. Merry Christmas!